Hey you guys, this is your girl Deja Dej with the God and Gossip Podcast Show. Um, I am so excited to be doing this. This is literally like something I should have very well been doing. I literally drug ass um procrastinating to the twelfth power on getting this done. And I'm just glad that I finally have time, which it seems like all we have is time these days to get things done and be productive. At least that's what I hope everybody's doing in quarantine right now. So I remember in my intro, I vaguely touched on, you know, topics that I wanted to discuss like manifestations and affirmations. And so today I am excited to bring to you guys my first episode and discussing manifestations and affirmations. So I will say that manifesting things is something that I often try to do. Um, A manifestation to me is, you know, um, a dream, an idea, um, a wish, and a desire. Um, You know, I want $10,000. I'm going to manifest $10,000. Where it comes from and in the manner that I receive it is up to God in the universe. As long as it's not in a destructive way. <laughs> but um, I think that, you know, a lot of times nowadays we scroll through uh, YouTube or we're clicking, looking for things, and we see a plethora of videos that are, you know, up talking about manifesting your desires, manifesting um, money, manifesting the dream car you want, you know, those type of things, and manifesting the lifestyle you wish to have. And I will say that I do believe in it. Um, I'll give you guys an example. When I first got my hair salon, um, I was working at JCPenney's. This is this is let's fast forward. Um, you know, to to the very beginning. So rewind and fast forward <laughs> to the very beginning of my journey. So I used to work at JCPenney. Um, I graduated from upon mature partner school and I got a chair right out of school which is usually unheard of because most times you have to be an assistant um for a year or two or apprentice under someone and my boss Mary I love her shout out to Mary Coliani um for giving me a chair right out of school we clicked um she gave me a chair I worked at Penny's for a few years and, you know, it's so funny because in, I want to say it was August of 2015, I went to church, um, to an event. I got invited to a woman's event and it was called Encountering the Glory. And at that time, you know, there were different rooms with different things that had different symbolism. And in, in the one space, there was a prayer room. And there were two women there that were prophetic. And I remember getting a word and one of the words said that a job opportunity would present itself to me. And, you know, at that time I was not really looking, but I had my hopes and that eventually I would move on to bigger and better things. And eventually from there, I would open up my own hair salon. Um, but that was way down the line in my my scope of things. Um, so it had to be November. Yeah, it was November of 2015 that I was at JCPenney, minding my own business, and I just so happened to check my email 
on my phone and I got an email from Indeed, which I know you guys know about that hosting um, for finding jobs or looking for employees. And uh, this job that was actually way closer to my house, because at the time I was traveling about a half an hour away to get to work. And this was like 10 minutes. So they offered me you know, to come see the space, interview, etc. So, you know, I did. I went and I loved it. It was a beautiful space. I ended up leaving pennies and my boss was heartbroken because we had gotten so close. But, you know, in life, sometimes you have to separate to elevate. And so I ended up going down to this blow dry bar. And um, I learned a lot. The crazy part is they owned a very popular spa and the owners had no clue on what to do with salon life. And so basically the stylists, there were three of us at the time, ran the salon. And it was crazy to me because it was kind of like disorderly in a way. But I really did learn a lot from that time. So anyway, I... um and Faith just started, something ignited a fire in me to start looking at spaces for when I was ready to open my own space. And I looked at two spaces and I remember being at work um, at that time at the blow dry bar and I was there still talking to um, one of my coworkers at the time. And this little lady, redhead lady, short lady came in and she wasn't my client. She was my coworker's client. And she was like, hey, you know, have you ever been here before? And the lady's like, no, my old hair salon closed down. And it was like a, a wrestling within myself um, with a devil and an angel on my shoulder. Because in the area that I'm currently in has been newly gentrified. And I'm just going to be very honest and transparent. Um, I wasn't sure if they wanted black people up there. They're were a lot of black businesses um, and other businesses on the street, and they ended up having to leave. So I was very apprehensive, um, you know, about the location, and I knew where it was, which is crazy how your subconscious mind absorbs things that you don't even realize it, because I didn't even know I knew there was a salon formally there. Until I knew, which I think some of y'all get what I'm trying to say. Um, so, um, in that I also was like the rent's probably high because it's newly gentrified, and the other voice in me was like, "What's the harm that could happen?" Um, you know, the lady has said their last day was at the end of January. It was like the second week of March, and I was just like. Oh, maybe someone's in there. That's prime real estate. Like it was a wrestling within my spirit, within myself. I was at war with my own thoughts and the greater voice won <laughs> and told me to just go and see if the forensic was still in the window. What was the worst that could possibly happen from doing that? And so I did. After work, I went. The forensic sound was still in the window. I ended up taking a picture of the phone number and thereafter I also ended up um, viewing the space that same week 
the landlord that is now my landlord let me come see it and you know it was perfect like it was everything that I could have imagined for myself to start with and I was told to fill out a tenant application with him and then I would have to go to the leasing office and fill out an application with the leasing office and so I went um and the crazy part is it was literally around the corner from where I was working and I felt like at that time God was being funny like people always say God has a funny sense of humor in that moment I actually think that I understood what that meant and so anyway I went and filled out the information and they did a credit check and a background check so my credit was like okay (laughs) at the time um it was okay and I actually at that time had a record and I had a record which I'll I'll do a whole episode on that later because I was engaged before and I was in a really like kind of bad relationship at that time um and it was a domestic and I ended up going to jail basically and spent three nights in the county jail so (laughs) um anyway I was honest though I told the guys at the leasing office I told him that and he just was like you'll be okay the owner seems really excited to have you as a potential tenant and so that led me to have a lot of hope and faith about the situation despite what it looked like on paper per se and so I went back to work because I took my little 15 minute break to go over there and I went back to work and I told my coworker, she's like hi buddy how'd it go and I just I started crying because I said you know one stupid decision one mistake could keep me from my dream keep me from something that I really wanted and it it had me a little shook I'm not gonna lie but my faith was still very high I just was being realistic you know and so anyway they told me that they would call me back the next day you know to give a yes or no which I thought was really soon (laughs) and so I waited and they didn't call me back the next day I was like oh my gosh what is going on I kind of started panicking but before that I was in prayer my faith was blind um I just believed and you know I had everyone that I loved and that were important to me praying for me and lobbying on my behalf in this situation and so you know the next day after that they ended up calling and I was like wow God you are so good because I'm not even gonna lie, that day they were supposed to call, I wouldn't put my hand on the door and was like, God, I know you didn't bring me this far to turn your back on me. And I know that whatever decision comes from this, it's the best decision. And so, you know, you guys, I just already said it, that I got my yes. And so the crazy part about this whole story is the woman who came in um, to talk to my coworker and I was there talking to my coworker when she came in. My shift was actually over for like 40 minutes. I was supposed to have been home already. And I just was there talking to her. So, you know, that just goes to show like God's timing, divine appointments, and, you know, people being in the space and place that they're supposed to be um, to receive their blessing and to receive what God has for them. And so, you know, I always tell people that story. And how, you know, I believe, belief is a manifestation. 
I believe bullying is seeing what you believe you can see in yourself and you can bring into a fruition of tangibility where you can touch it, taste it, feel it, or, you know what I mean, whatever the case may be for whatever it is that you're desiring. And so I'm always led to tell people about that story um, because I didn't waver. And even when I felt apprehensive, I knew that like God had my back, like the stars were aligned. I never felt an assured feeling like, you know, that feeling you get when you're like, this is it. That was the only time I had ever really felt that before, you know, just about a circumstance or having hope in something going my way. That was the very first time I felt this chill, like a stillness, you know, like just a chill stillness, a a vibe that was just like, all right, this is going to work itself out. Don't worry too, too much. So anyway, um, so when it comes to manifestations, a lot of people want things, they want money, they want a lifestyle, they want a, a man or a woman or whatever the case may be, this dream life. Um, I think it all like kind of really starts with decluttering and compartmentalizing your thoughts and your your mind. I think that when you allow yourself to focus on one thing and one thing only with every fiber of your being, that it always will manifest itself because all of the energy that you have is going directly to that thing that you want. And, you know, as we know, energy exists everywhere. So it's almost like your energy matching a frequency of energy where you are at and you all meet in alignment and it's like a chain linking, you know what I mean, together and being strong. So I think in that case, you know, um, there's a lot that, you know, people try to kind of just make a big deal about that doesn't need to be when it comes to manifesting things like people who are overly religious probably think it's voodoo or witchcraft. I just, you know, the same way we ask God for things is the same way manifesting works, in my opinion. You know, you ask for something, you ask God, and you believe that he'll make it happen, and there it is. You know, it's it's a testament of your faith and a testament of where your faith meter and levels are, because if you're not even confident in it, then it's not going to happen. Any shred or sliver of doubt can negate any um, magnitude of faith that you had in a situation it can negate it it's like deflating a balloon or popping a balloon you went through all that trouble to blow it up and then boom that doubt just kind of pops it and then you go to try to blow that balloon back up but it's it's no good anymore so it's the same thing with a dream or a desire or a wish you know um you just kind of have to believe that the the focus is to attain that which is what you want. And the more you 
just direct your energy, direct your brainwaves on those things. And I'm not saying like day in, day out, wake up, think about it, eat, think about it, go to sleep. It's not one of those things that where it becomes ritualistic. It's more along the lines of, you know, and that goes back to you in your subconscious. You just keep it there. Like it's, it's, it's a thought, but it's not like a chronic every second thing it's just something that is there it's in your heart it's in your mind it's in your spirit it's in your energy and then you just send it out it's like a a signal a bat signal almost and the universe sees it and it's like all right i'm gonna match your frequency and here we go i'm gonna give you what you're asking for because you're ready and you're in alignment with it so i mean i I follow a couple people, you know, Tony Gaskins is one of my favorite people. Um, He's very positive. He talks on love and relationships a lot. Um, I really admire and respect that man um, and his stance and viewpoint on things. And, you know, sometimes I don't always agree with everything. He says, just like that's normal for everything and everybody. But I really am always looking for something good from him. And then there's a guy I follow. I believe he is um, Hindu or Buddhist. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but his name is Sadhguru. Um, and he talks about a lot of manifesting and how to control your thoughts and your mind. And he does a lot of meditating and things. And I really find value in him, um, even though I'm a believer. And see, we as believers get this misnomer that you cannot gain anything from anyone else that is not in alignment with what you believe in aka god or jesus christ you know and it's like that's wrong i honestly feel like you can learn and take a lot from different cultures different religions um different people's viewpoints and stance and mindset on certain things and so i really like him um a couple books, you know, that I really like. Obviously, The Secret. Everybody knows about that. I remember I got this book, and it's crazy because, um, what's that girl? Kim Zosiak from Real Housewives had actually posted this. This was so long ago. Um, The Game of Life and How to Play It by Florence Scobble Sheen. Shin. Um, and I really like that book because it's very simple. It's short and straight to the point. You know, and it goes back to manifesting and gaining the desires of your heart. Um, I think that the more we unplug from technology, the more time that we spend with our own selves and within our own energy, we seem to realize the power that we can harness and we come to learning more about ourselves in turn learning more of what we want and the desires of our heart that aren't just superficial things that we see all over social media um i think it's more along the lines of just the more time you get with yourself and the more you know about yourself the more you're able to accurately manifest the things in which you truly truly desire and need and want and I honestly just I really want everyone to understand that you know manifestations are just just things that that are tangible that we can bring into our lives with our energy with our thoughts 
you know, um, just like God said, you know, your faith the size of a mustard seed, you know, you can move a mountain. And so it's the same thing with your faith and your belief and the desire and the work will all bring to fruition the things that you want, especially if you are able to receive it and you are able to accurately be responsible with the blessing that God in the universe bestows upon you. Um, I don't really have much else to say. I just kind of wanted to be transparent and just talk to you guys and get a little um, standpoint on where you guys are coming from as far as what you guys think or believe about manifesting and, and affirmations or, you know, prayer and being blessed is what some people call it, or people say alignment or, you know, there's different words and jargon for different things that all mean the same thing. It's just all about your perspective and your perspective becomes your reality, no matter who you are or what walk of life you come from or what color or gender you are. Um, so I just wanted to tell you guys, I love you all. And, you know, on my Instagram at Deja underscore Dej, I always do a daily mantra with everyone. So I'm going to leave this with my mantra, um, just so you guys can get a little glimpse into what I am doing on my day to day. So you guys are money magnets beyond blessed. Use your platform for a purpose. Turn your pain into purpose. Change your mindset from scarcity to abundance, from obstacles to opportunity, opportunity to overcoming, overcoming to overachieving. Let us do more than good and to be great today. Be a joy carrier, <laughs> be a light carrier, and be love because love conquers all. And love is like the best medicine. <laughs> And I wanted to tell you guys that I love you all so very much. And I hope you guys are out here being safe and sound. XO, 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 Dish. <laughs>